Every creative has their own voice. It's powerful, it's unique, and it's yours because you found it. This is a podcast for creatives to be themselves. Now, let's be honest. Sometimes we can't hear our own voice because the voices of others seem louder than ours. This is a safe space where you can be the voice. I am your host, Michelle Unveiled, and I want to thank you for tuning in to Be The Voice. So who doesn't need a good laugh after the year we just had? (laughs) I'm just saying. So we are kicking off 2022 with a fresh new series, Life Behind the Jokes. That's right. For the entire month of January, I will be interviewing comedians from around the globe. We are going to laugh. We might even cry. And if you've ever thought about taking the stage, pull out your notepad and learn from those that are telling their stories and jokes based on real life experiences. Listen and laugh with Michelle and Veld. Let's go. Today we have a comedian, an actor and musical artist. He's also the owner of UBSN TV. It is my pleasure to introduce comedian Katash. Hello, hello, how you doing? What's up, Michelle, my best Right? <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew it. <laughs> How you doing, yo? Hey, hey, you got a nice voice. Is that another one of your gifts, too? Oh, I do got a nice voice? Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, I just had to gas you up. I just had to gas you up a little bit before we got the started. Gas. Yeah, it's my new name. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's too funny. Well, I am so happy to have you. This has been just a great month so far. We have been doing the Life Behind the Jokes comedy series, and I've been connecting with comedians all around the globe. And I am really excited to just hear your story because what I've been noticing is that every comedian I've had so far they are different, right? They have different journeys. They have different reasons why they got into comedy, but they still have very, very common out or very common interest. Mm. And they have kind of like the foundation of the story is very similar. So I really want to just get right into this conversation and just start off by telling the listeners like how you got started on this journey. Wow, okay, all right. So I'm 43 now, even though, you know, I look like, you know, I don't know, I just look real good. Um, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, comedy, man, something, I've always been into comedy, uh, Def Jam, back in the day, I used to watch that stuff, uh, I used to sneak and watch it, uh, Comic View and uh, things of the nature, Bad Wolf Comedy, stuff like that. And um, I've always loved comedy, period. I just love comedy, living color, all that stuff. Um, I myself, I've always been an entertainer, a musician. Uh, I've been on stages since I was a little kid. Um, even if you call a church a stage, I was on the stage and I used to, I used to pray all the time and everybody always said I was gonna be a pastor, you know, um, and um, all that good stuff. Uh, so yeah, um, when it got me into comedy, I started, I decided I wanted to do comedy in 2016. And I got my nerve up and I went in and I joined a comedy school for the uh, Funny Bone um, comedy school here in Virginia Beach, Virginia, and um, uh, I learned how to probably write a joke. And comedy wasn't what I thought it was, 
I thought comedy, um, I don't know what I thought it was. Uh, I just I just knew I could make people laugh when I was on stage uh, hosting. But being a comedian and making people laugh uh, are two different things. Make, being a comedian and making people laugh, it's like, oh, all right, this nigga might make me laugh. You know what I'm saying? Especially black mm-hmm. people. You know how black people, you know, like, <laughs> You, know, you better be funny. You, you know better be. You better, you better be. Okay. Be funny. But but if if I'm hosting and I say something funny, then and people laugh, that doesn't mean I'm a comedian. I mean I said something funny. So it's uh it is in the moment. So it's a it's a difference. And and that's when I, I realized. So but um yeah man I I yeah. I, did I answer your question? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I'm ADHD, you know what I'm saying? I'm not homeless, dude. Nah, I'm not homeless. Listen, well, join the club here. <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is a safe space here, so you family. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, that's interesting that you described it in that way, though. Um, it's the difference between being a comedian and making people laugh. I, I haven't I can't say that I've heard anyone really break it down that way but when did you distinguish the difference like when did you decide because I think you're the first person I've had on the show so far to say that you actually went through training and went to a school for this yeah uh, when, to, uh, when I when I realized is when I got on the stage and um, the stuff that makes people laugh in conversations uh, it doesn't always translate on stage, and uh, I've watched uh, people that are funny in real life trash on stage, just trash, <laughs> just yeah. trash. Because there's so many things. Uh, okay, about comedy, man. Um, so, all right, so like y- you don't know me. I-, I get on stage, and I'm trying to get you to know me in five, ten, fifteen, three, twenty, forty minutes. I'm trying to get you to know me. And it could be, and, and especially starting out, it's a really short amount of time. It might be as much as five minutes, it might be three minutes. You're trying to make people laugh in that amount of time and you're giving them a backstory to make them laugh as opposed to when um, you know I go to work and these people know my backstory. So I was like, oh, there go Johnny. Oh, you know Johnny. You know, you know Johnny. No what Johnny did last week. You know what I'm saying? And, and people right. dying like, ah. But I can't go on stage like, yeah, because Johnny, but people are like, right okay <laughs> you know it's so you're giving them a backstory so i mean right and then you have to win people to your side and then also as a comedian a real comedian wants to make people laugh you know uh several times a minute you know you, you want to try to make them laugh like every 20 seconds if you can you know and then you, you'll taper off a little bit and then you, mm-hmm. but you bring them back you know you want to get those rapid fire laughs at least a chuckle you know what I'm saying? A um, chuckle. At least <laughs> right. a chuckle. Like a, <laughs> that was a good right. one, you know. But um, yeah, but uh, yeah, and, and, and you're just hosting, and, and you know, you're hosting, and you're not really comedian. You you're not to have that pressure. You might talk another, introduce something to that. You know, what I'm saying we have a good time with him, man. Oh, uh, he wearing a nice outfit today. I like that outfit. Ha <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Look right. at those shoes. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's my boy. All right, get up for him. That's not a comedian. That's a host. And you're introducing people, and you made them laugh for something that was in the moment, but it's it's not really a joke because it really not a joke structure about it. It's a it, it's a uh, it's almost like uh, like sentences, subject and predicate. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, with, uh, with with joke structure, you know, you got your premise, and then you got your punchline. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you got your taglines, and um, and there's word economy involved in doing stand-up comedy. So. Uh, 
Yeah. Look, you t- you taking us to school? Wait. <laughs> Listen. Well, you know, one of the things that I have seen from just the past several interviews, um, one one strength that helps you, I guess, really tap into the audience is being able to relate. Where they can, if they can relate to you, <laughs> then it's almost like got him. So talk on that for a bit. What, what's your, what's been your experience with relating to your audience, no matter the location? Okay, so um, there is a little thing I do to relate to the people and win them over quickly, especially if I'm in a situation where I don't know how this is going to go and I might have seen comedians come on before me. Uh, so uh, first of all, I come with lots of energy. And then I'll taper off a little bit. The, the person that came before me, I'm going to come up with different energy for them. So if they were like, ah, yo, then I might come over there like, yo, what's up, yo, yo, what's Right, up? right, then, okay. If they, if they come out like, you know, that, that monotone, I'm going to come out there like, yo, what's up? Hey, man, man, show yourself some love. But uh, one of the things, like, relating, um, I will step on the stage and I might uh, sing a song for the type of people are there. I might sing a quick, jokey song or something that everybody knows, relate to them just like that quick, boom, boom, boom. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, something like the Jeffersons or uh, for black mm-hmm. people. And, and, and maybe like, uh, I, 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 what is it? Uh, people in uh, different places, white people love that song for some reason. Oh uh, so, yeah. But you know, you do something like that and then I expecting a brother like me to know that song and, uh, and I trick them with it too. So it, it ended up being kind of like a joke Cause I was like, yeah, I, I want to sing something serious before we get into this. And then I sing something like that and everybody sings along. And then I just go into my stuff and I already won them over already. So it, that makes for an easy job. Um, right. yeah, I might look into an audience and I see older black people. I'd imagine though, don't people beloved Lord, you know, most of them. You oh man. So, so yeah. You're I'm walking in eggshells. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> they love the Lord. Well, yeah, you on eggshells, but I just know that I, I'm gonna do this kind of stuff, and I ain't gonna, um, ain't gonna hear the P word come out my mouth. You know, right, man. right. Um, you know, what I'm saying I'm, I'm gonna be selective about what I say, and um, you know, that type of thing. Um, man, we be talking about too much sex stuff, mm-hmm. um, which I don't. Anyway, I'm not a real dirty comic. Anyway, I'm more of a clean comic, but I do got, you know, I do say it. Just in this real life, I'm a real life dude. So right. Some things come out in real life on stage, and you know what I'm saying. But I, but I'm not, I'm not really a dirty comic. Man. I've been told I was a little dark. Um, okay, well, so white white people told me that though. So I don't know if they really. Were nah, I'm just playing. I'm just you know what? You know what? <laughs> I'm just messing. Uh, no, nah, I've been told I was a little dark uh, uh, about some of the stuff because uh, you know, and I know. That comedy is tragedy turned into humor. Yeah, you know that's saying? true. So uh, a lot of my comedy is tragedy turned into humor. So I guess it makes me dark a little bit. So you know, yeah. But uh, but I'm not dark like dark. But well, you know, people's. I mean, it's subjective, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> depending on people's experiences and how they were raised and they're culturally, like dark has a different meaning, like. Yeah. You, I mean, if you were raised in the streets and you've seen a lot of crime and you, you know, if a lot of your stories are about murder and suicide and homicide and, you know, 
that could be dark to some That's people. Real dark. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I ain't got none of that on my uh, my resume. Right? <laughs> I so, grew up in the hood. I grew up in the suburbs, and uh, I ain't go to the hood until I was uh, grown. You know what I'm saying? Broke. So <laughs> I'm glad. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So what? I mean, I would say define dark. Like, what? What do they mean by that? What? Well, what type of material they, do you usually have? I, uh, I talk about uh, uh, marriages going wrong. Oh, <laughs> I, got a, I got a few of them. So uh, oh, yeah, gosh. I talk about that kind of stuff, and you know, step yeah. kids, step yeah. kids stuff, and um, oh, we can uh, I can relate to this. <laughs> yeah, right, right, and then and then I got uh, and then I t- oh, and this new bit I've been just molding together is the dark. It, I know this is dark. Uh, I, so it was how I was conceived. I wasn't conceived in a normal way. I was conceived through rape, and I okay. knew my father. So I got a whole bit about that. It's insane. Okay, yeah, that's it deep. Is, yeah, yeah, it's that's real deep. deep but it's been, I would I mean, say deep, not dark, but deep. Like wow, it, it's deep. It's deep. It's deep. I mean, the, the very first time I did it, I I got standing ovation and I literally went off stage and I cried. I never cried over a comedy. Right, show. like that. I'm about to cry. Like, like Yeah, that was that was deep. tough. I was like and some of the stuff I was like, why are they laughing at that point? That wasn't even a punchline. Like <laughs> it's like these people are heartless, yo. Like you know what I'm saying? Oh my goodness. <laughs> but yeah, I mean I got it was good. It was good. So uh yeah that's that's definitely gonna be on my special. I'm just molding it and getting it ready for uh, you know you know wow but that's the ministry in comedy is being able to laugh through the pain and Amen. there's always going to be somebody who can relate you know mm-hmm. there i mean you know you and so it. i'm telling you I, I that's had, uh, so much so it was it was uh it was kind of weird so I, I got for for this bit right here um uh comedian ralph harris uh he comic view he had his own tv show nbc abc one of the shows Whatever I got, so I got a lot of OGs that help me out with what I do and talk about the end of the game. He's one of them. I told him about what I'm doing, and he told me what to name my special. He told me how to to hone that, and that is one of the things that's gonna make me stand out. Uh, mm. um, you know, what I'm saying it, it, as well as uh, uh, a lot of other OGs that's uh, really in my corner. You know, Michael Caller, uh, uh, Rodney Perry, uh, uh, Hope Flood. Uh, Tina Graham, a lot of these uh, people that are very notable for the comedians that y'all love and, and whatnot, um, they've been a help to me, big help, and uh, you know what I'm saying. Uh, even a Judy Carter who wrote the, the comedy box. She, okay. she actually is the one who originally told me to write this, um, this, you know, uh, this whole bit. And this bit has came from here and it's, 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 oh my God, yo, when, man, I can't wait for people to hear this shake of this stupid. Wow. <laughs> it's stupid. I'm like, it literally, uh, I, I, I'm going to be um, uh, patenting uh, some stuff because of this bit um, that I'm going to be able to uh, do some more entrepreneurship because of this particular bit where I'm going to be selling some stuff. But I, I'm not going to say it now until it's all together. Oh, but. yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm definitely gonna be following you on this journey now because you got me excited. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Now, do you ever do any improv comedy? Yes, definitely, definitely. Okay. Uh, I went to the Push Comedy School of um, Improv Comedy. Um, that actually 
also helped me um, with my stand-up. Okay. Uh, improv. If y'all ain't doing improv, you just stand up comedy, you'll do any improv, I suggest you would. This is one improv class, if none other. And it will help you with your stand-up. Because when you're in a situation and, you know, you say something like, what I'm going to say about me being born out of, you know, uh, something weird like that. And then people go, oh, and I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, why y'all get so trifle, you know? Like you, you, you go in, go into a, uh, you know, deal with the situation and then just jump back to your, your, um, your material. Um, yeah. Improv, is, improv is really good just in general, even if you're not in entertainment. Mm -hmm. It's great for thinking on your feet, communication skills. Just, I mean, I can just go on and on, just having that stage presence and being right. able to just, you know, because, oh my gosh. So let me tell you, <laughs> I had an interview with a comedian that I couldn't even air because he was just, he was just he was a little disrespectful okay it was a very awkward connection and i'm like okay you? yes and i i was oh, like on, okay tell me who this was hey, yeah. i know you did not mess with michelle listen oh, man, i was that. like he, he i ain't gonna show you what i got in my mind that's right now <laughs> he was too much he was just a little bit too much and, and i'm like tell me who it was offline uh, uh, he, he was too much and and i was thinking like okay this is probably somebody who has not had improv training because it was just, you know, you don't know how to go with the flow. It was just that the connection just wasn't there. I was just like, oh my goodness. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all I'm all about having just, you know, really good energy with people. <laughs> and when it's just yeah. off, it's just like mm -mm. <laughs> shut this down. It's over. <laughs> Yeah, but um, so yeah, so tell me, I mean, I can already hear like you've got some things going on. <laughs> you've got now, are you into acting too? Or yes, I am. So tell me, tell me it because you're leaving some stuff out. So we only got a small <laughs> little bit of time. So All tell right, us okay. what you got going on. Uh, well, right now, what I got going on, uh, I'll do it like this. Okay, so I have done some acting. Uh, I actually am on a movie that's on Amazon Prime. It's called Thank You For My Family. I played a part of a stuttering father, uh, believe it or not, you know what I'm saying? I got all grayed up and, uh, you know. Uh, wow. And, uh, yeah, and, um, and I had to be that, you know, that that uncle that y'all know. Hey, 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 what the hell you, 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 you think you're doing? Boy? You better bring it. Bring, bring, bring your ass back. I'm going to take it back there. I'm going to put the hell wrong with you. You know, that, um, oh my gosh! And I, I had to play that part, um, which was a really fun part. And then um, I was also, um, was that? Um, it's like the beginning of a sitcom. Uh, what do you call it? A pilot? It was a pilot. Uh, and I, unfortunately, I can't remember the name of that pilot. Is it Tiffany's Friends? I think it was Tiffany's Friends. I don't know. But I had to play uh, like a crooked landlord. And um, I've been on a couple of commercials and. Uh, now, but most of my acting right now is um, on uh, what you see down there says UBSN TV. Uh, so my people, my people, I'm a part one of the owners of UBSN TV, which is on Roku, Amazon Fire Television, and at the end of this month, it will be on Apple TV as well. Wow! And, and you'll be able to find it in the iOS apps uh, on your iPhone, or if you're poor and got Android. You know, you can get uh, <laughs> See, you know what? <laughs> you know, go play it too. <laughs> oh my God. You can kill 
<laughs> See, you ain't right. Uh, <laughs> well, that's that's I'm huge. Congratulations yeah, yeah, so on your movie Thank and you. everything you got going on. That is glory amazing. So you have glory. like, do you have? A, it sounds like you have a couple of mentors or at least people that you've looked up to. But do you have like a regular mentor that you actually confide in? They help you and give you feedback on your material. Yeah, uh, like, um, and I'm in a situation. I remember I had to do a performance in front of a bunch of Russians. Uh, wow, that's different. Nation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, you know, I like well's the relate part right there. So that's when I, <laughs> I I gave Rodney Perry a call. I was like, yo, um, what do I do in this situation? <laughs> and then um, I was breaking down Joe, you know, tell, you know, he knows my jokes. He's helped me with uh, you know, to extend some stuff. And um <clears throat> he was like, You can use this and I mean everybody does with that. Yeah, that that's really that's that's across the board, that's universal. You know what I'm saying? Blah, blah, blah. They might not get some of the things you say that are like black and stuff like that. So, you know, just, you know. Um, uh, so he is definitely one. Tina Graham is definitely one I talked to, too. Tina Graham, she's, uh, if you never heard her, you need to look her up. And it's not the singer Tina Graham. Is uh, Tina Graham, uh, she was uh, one of the producers for uh, Def Comedy Jam and Bad Boys okay. Comedy. And, um, uh, she's also one that helps me home. So, you know, they call her and get some advice on something. I'm like, Katash, you need to da da da. You put that in the wrong spot and you forgot to pause right there. You know, okay, like, she getting you right, getting you together. She getting you right, she getting you right. And then Michael Coyle, um, um, the more, oh my God. Like, and like he, is, he inspired me before I started being able to call him on the telephone. And you wow. know what? I don't, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave somebody out. He's not a stand-up comedian, even though he did stand-up back in the day. You might know Ernest Thomas, aka Raj, from What's Happening. Get um, out of here, Mr. Omar. Yes. So I got to meet him. Uh, I was acting on in a play, and uh, I got to spend like a week with him, just being up under this man wing. You know what I'm saying? And um, <clears throat> this dude is hilarious, but. Um, Man, um, him, his advice, insane advice, and he's the most down to earth person. I got some videos of him that I need to put on YouTube because I got some stories. He's a fool, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, I love that guy, man. So yeah, I got, I got wow. a lot of in my corner. Hope Flood, I, I, I said that already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. Well, what's the best piece of advice you've ever gotten from a mentor? that have helped you really, you know, in your career and acting and in your just creative journey in, in general, I guess. I would have to say, I would, I would go back to Raj. Uh, mm -hmm. I call him Raj. Uh, he, he, okay, so he called himself the Cursing Christian. and um, <laughs> The Cursing Christian. The Cursing Christian. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I love the Lord. I'm definitely into the Lord and everything. And I was like, I can't use, uh, I want to use particular words which, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, so I asked him, I was like, so how do you, how do you do parts and all this kind of stuff? Um, and, you know, um, and they got cursed him. He says, um, he said, that's acting, that's a job. He says, as long as, if I, I will play any part, as long as I know that if I'm an evil, that the evil loses in the end. And I was like, wow, that's pretty deep. So mm -hmm. um, I honed that when he, when he told me that. I took that in, you know what I'm saying? So, 
sometimes a few words come out of my mouth, but I'm not a really, like I said, I'm a clean comic sometimes, you know, but I, I'm real. Right, right. <laughs> I'm real, okay? So, you know, if I'm doing a church show, of course, I'm still being real, but, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not gonna say anything disrespectful, uh, you know, um, to a church, but uh, but I'm really real. And when I say right. I'm really, really real, I mean you gotta you gonna paint the story the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> you gonna you gonna see what I'm talking about. You know, what I'm right, saying? right. You gonna see what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's oh my all. goodness. <laughs> well, I mean, that's gonna help make it relatable. Like, come on now, you shouldn't even be in the audience if you that uptight. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I don't really have you know trigger warnings or nothing from that that say, but you know, but you, you'll hear the people if, uh, if if it got them, and then you're like, hey, hold up, man, you gotta address it. You gotta go in the improv, address why they felt uh, that way, and make them laugh and then bring it back. I mean, pe man, people, are, it's so it's so sensitive now. You can talk about the vaccinations just oh. just in passing. It ain't your yeah. joke. You just say something uh, like, you know, I'm glad my son didn't come out looking like he had the Johnson Johnson vaccination. And <laughs> people, I'm sorry. Will be laughing, people will be laughing and then other people will go, oh, like, oh you got the Johnson Johnson vaccination in you. You know, like, you know, you feel some kind of way because you about to die. And I'm just, you know what it's so funny you brought that up because like i love comedy and i haven't really heard like a lot of COVID jokes and i'm just like wow i would i would think you know taking advantage of this time not in a bad way but you know what i mean like i haven't really heard a lot of jokes about COVID well, at all i have quite a few COVID jokes but um see my thing is uh some jokes are have a shelf life on yeah, and and um and sometimes they can be taken back off the shelf, and then I can understand why some people ain't doing COVID jokes. But then some comedians don't write. I mean, they don't write enough. You know what I'm saying? So they can't yeah. do COVID jokes. You know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm constantly if I if I have some, I'm constantly uh I if I have I have like a you know I have a 15 minute here that I do and um it's solid. But if I grab something, I can throw in that 15 minute set that goes along with it. Like boom, there you go. You know what I'm saying? So um. You, you, you gotta be able to hone and add stuff. So, you know, uh, I do have a few COVID jokes, um, but it's not necessarily about, but it is about COVID. Uh, it's about COVID, yeah, it is. But I want to say they have a shelf life because of the way I word them. Because I always mm -hmm. think about that. You know, you write a joke and it's, uh, it has a shelf life. Huh? But, you know, I mean, COVID's still going strong. So go ahead and make that COVID money. You know what I'm saying? Let's right, <laughs> right. It's, I mean, I can see where it is kind of like there are some people who have had different experiences they've lost loved ones and um, you you do want to be sensitive to that but like yeah. in a way <laughs> you know i mean it was just like do you remember when 911 happened like it was like for a while right there were no jokes about 911 there was no um, like talk about it it was it was just like you didn't go there right but then after a while then comedians were able to include that in their material so it's just kind of like the same thing you would never hear me talk about 9-11 joke ever and yeah no humor in that joke. yeah oh. it's it's, it's oh, not oh, you know what? only if you did a punchline like um dang i should have let her go to work that day that's about the only yeah thing you, you, you see it's that. like but but the, the shelf life thing right you yeah. couldn't go on stage and and talk about that like too soon 
right but then after some after some time then you hear comedians talk about it and it's like you're safe it's okay all right (laughs) so so i think we're right in that gray area now where it's like okay it's it's just some things you just don't go there yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't go there with the death part of it i you know the vaccination so much human into the vaccinations and uh, and all that, but I, I, I like I don't talk about topical stuff that anybody can joke about either. So uh, it, it's all it's just all a part of what I'm talking about of myself, and then that kind of stuff might get thrown in there. Um, but it's I, I, you and Amy just telling a straight up COVID joke, like yeah, like, you know, everyone's getting COVID now. Oh, what do you think about COVID? Oh, man, that's, I, uh, that's to me that's too easy. Now, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll talk about my kid having COVID and um and how I told them uh I told the rest of the kids when we got the rapid test that you know to lie about you know their symptoms so we can get this rapid test and you then one and, and one forgets that uh I uh, forgot what I told her she had. You know, that 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 kind of joke, I, I do something like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you mm-hmm. know, so that would be considered a COVID joke, even though is not really about COVID. It was a, it's about uh, my daughter not having too much common sense. You know, that's really what that joke is about. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, I think I think you have to have an open-minded audience, right? <laughs> because I have laughed at some things that I'm shamefully I have laughed <laughs> at some, but it's I'm open-minded and I know that it's just it's an art of storytelling, and so. Right that's their experience so you know even if it was something really dark like you say like it's their experience and that's how they're you know bringing it to the stage so i don't know i'm just a different type of person i guess (laughs) but uh i'm just like you because uh when i you know so i don't know you grew up in church i grew up in church and in them hardcore churches where you don't get out of church until about nine o'clock at night and um and you know what I'm saying and uh and, and, and you be laughing at stuff you ain't supposed to laugh at you know the sister such and you know and you over there dying right you know what I'm saying so that that was me in, in school in church <laughs> laughing when I wasn't supposed to laugh so trying to hold it in but that ain't will be funny I I see this woman. <laughs> She's supposed to be praising God, but she kept saying, uh, it was a prayer of me, and I would never forget this. One day I'm gonna put this on stage. But she was like, uh, she was going like this. I love the Lord. I kill I killed Jesus for God. I killed Jesus for God. <laughs> oh God. I, I is not, man. They, they escorted her out of the church. <laughs> no, they oh my gosh. Not I'll kill Jesus oh, for God. Oh said, my I'll goodness. Kill Jesus for God. I was like, I was 17, I was like. Anybody else hear that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Jesus, we got. He's gonna kill his only begotten son. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. He's gonna kill him in the flesh. <laughs> For him. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. Listen, look at all that material you was getting back in the day. He didn't even know it. <laughs> I know, I didn't know it. But I'm gonna put that on stage. I haven't, like, put it in, but I got it. I got to. That's one of those days when I had a lot of experiences. It's crazy. oh my gosh oh wow well it has definitely been fun chopping it up with you you too like how can we follow you on this journey you've got so many different things going on i'm gonna be stalking your page now seeing what's up (laughs) (laughs) so how can we you know stay plugged in stay connected 
Oh man, you want to stay connected with me, man? You follow Katash, comedian Katash on, uh, but UBSN TV. That's my um, Instagram, like you can see at the bottom. Uh, yeah, UBSN TV is on Roku, is on Amazon Fire Television. We'll be on uh, Apple TV at the end of this month. And we have an app, an iOS app, and an Android app starting at the end of this month. UBS and TV. If you can't remember UBS and TV, think to yourself, are you serious? No, UBS and you know, <laughs> I love <Michelle>. it. <laughs> <laughs> and we, uh, we, we, uh, we are uh, also, if, if other comedians out there, and you get with me, um, inbox me, or what do you call it? DM me. It sounds sexy. DM. And get me, get me in the DMs. Um, that is how about <laughs> DM sounded kind of sexual, but um, hit me in the inbox, right? Inbox, you know, inbox me. Don't DM me. Yeah, don't yeah, DM, yeah, don't me, DM me. I don't need no Ds or nothing in <laughs> me. You know, what I'm saying? don't <laughs> be me, okay? I don't want none of that DM stuff. But um, <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, hit me in the inbox, right? On Instagram, or whatever. And um, uh, if you you want to be on it, uh, you know, saying um. Like, you know, any, any programs. We got sketch comedy programs. We got reality series. Uh, we got stand-up comedy. And um, I, I do some shows out here in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Um, and um, this is really, really cool. We call it a comedy workout. So people are working out their comedy. And, I love it. Yeah. That's yeah, so, awesome. Yeah. So Are there any, and, like, specific requirements, you know, to be on the show or? Uh, yeah, just just be, try to be funny you know um and uh, uh no other than that um, no, <laughs> right <laughs> right be funny yeah. just be funny. yeah yeah i mean you could be doing comedy for uh, a month and funny you can be doing it for 30 years and funny you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. it's like you know i just uh, i don't like you I, the content i try to keep the content down let me drop it to me them f-bombs and if you, if you, your punchline is a bunch of f-bombs and just f you and don't just you know, hit me up <laughs> Um, right. You know what I'm saying? If you white, you just, don't up. Be, you just don't do it. <laughs> yeah. If you white, don't be saying nigga. You know what I'm saying? I, right, I, I right. don't tolerate that, you know, unless you're my wife and um and I'm inside of you. That's it. Um yeah. uh, <laughs> Right, like, yeah, just you know the whole common sense stuff, like just yeah, you know. yeah, 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 that and you know, but yeah, other than that, no, 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 just uh, hit me up and uh, yeah, we'd love to have you guys, man. Um, we have comedians all across the nation um, that's been coming through, and um, and um, the program's gonna be up. Um, what's this Fe February coming up? Yeah, man. So yeah, man. Well, before you leave, I would love for you to give just one or two key tidbits of there, there's probably a comedian or maybe someone who wants to get into comedy listening to the show what piece of advice can you give them for someone like just starting out and getting into comedy okay alright so I, I've been doing comedy for six years myself um I really didn't really actually know, know what I was doing until about year three to be honest um uh, and I read a book from Judy Carter, and I'm not getting paid for this, but it's a, it's a book called The Comedy Bible. It's a comedy workbook. You don't really have to get in a comedy school to learn how to do comedy, but just know that you have your setup, and then you, you, you know what I'm saying, and your, your punchline, and like a predicate of a sentence and whatnot. And you want your setups to be short, you know what I'm saying, so you can get to the funniest 
quickly as possible. You want to hone that gift like that and, and try to stay in a subject matter and try to smoothly transition to others. Go ahead and make you a good three-minute set. Start really strong, end very strong, and in the middle, get laps. Uh, uh, start off with a three-minute set, come on a five-minute set. And then you have you a, a, a three-minute set for a, what something, a five-minute set here, a 10-minute set, and start putting those together and find out how to intertwine those so you can put your first thing together. Never run the light, never run the light, not a good thing. People will tell you my last show, you run my light, man. Um, this nice catastrophe, you know. <laughs> what exactly does that better. mean? You, are you, did you say run the light? Run the light. Yeah, run the light means I, you know, I, you know, you got one, I hold the light up, uh, you know, for comedians or this, and they, uh, they got, means they got one minute left. And oh, you just keep it going. <laughs> keep it going, but then uh, it's okay, you know, finish the joke. If it goes a little past that, it's okay. But then you're going to run the light and then start a new joke after the light. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So I, I take it that gets under your skin when that happens. <laughs> yeah, I go up there. All right, get up for I mean, no, 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 stop it. Nah, look, you ran my light, bro. Don't do not do that ever again. Because I wouldn't do it. And start roasting them. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> It's like, mm. you're like, you're like, you just saw the crazy side of me, Michelle, but I'm just, I remember just the other day when this happened. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, it's still fresh. Yeah, it's still fresh. And I'm, I'm five foot six, I'm a little guy, but that don't mean <laughs> nothing. I don't care. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, my goodness. So, you know, you mess up everybody's time and you're making the audience stay there longer. Especially if you ain't getting laughs and you're holding it. Come on, man. <laughs> right. When well, they're going to run the you. light until they get the laugh. They're going right. to. Gonna... <laughs> that's, that's what they're doing. Like, you know, yeah. just, just give up. Like, I, 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 it's been good. You know, like, get on off. Like, but, uh, yeah, but, yeah, man. I, 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 I love it. The heckler's going to get them. They're going to get them. <laughs> like, we didn't have enough of you now. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, I'll be following you on this journey, okay? And we got to stay connected. We until will, next, definitely. Yeah, until next time. All right, my sister, until next time. God bless you. Peace and blessings. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And remember, you are the voice.